This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Federal High Risk List is out and the results leave much to be desired. Pentagon employees and service members get an ethics reminder. And the Library of Congress wants to make sure this crazy time period gets the historical recognition it deserves. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies will find little good news from the Government Accountability Office's biennial high-risk list. GAO added two new broad topics to the list this year, the Small Business Administration's Emergency Loan Program and national efforts to prevent, respond, and recover from drug misuse. The Defense Department managed to scale back its infrastructure and facility program. GAO removed DOD's real estate footprint from the list this year. Five federal programs regressed since 2019 though, including federal human capital management. GAO says human capital and skills gaps challenges in the federal workforce are the root cause behind 22 items on the high-risk list. Though the Pentagon's shortcomings still make up a healthy share of GAO's high-risk list, at least the list is getting a little shorter. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. For almost a quarter century, DOD's management of its more than $1 trillion worth of real estate and facilities has been on the high-risk list. GAO finally took it off in this year's update. The government's chief watchdog says the Pentagon has shown clear progress in identifying and tracking its real estate holdings, getting rid of unused space, and cutting support costs. DOD is still responsible for several other areas on the high-risk list. List, most of them having to do with financial and program management. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management has its annual to-do list for federal health insurance providers. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Mental health, surprise billing, and the COVID-19 pandemic are all priorities for OPM in 2022. The agency is starting to negotiate benefits and rates for its carriers in the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program. OPM is asking insurance companies to start making preliminary preparations to cut back on surprise billing. OPM also says the pandemic is accelerating the need for insurance companies to cover more mental health services. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Industry is getting its first look at a new government-wide multiple award contract for services. The General Services Administration released a request for information offering its initial thinking around the BICMAC. This is the first step of a two-year process to replace the popular away government-wide professional services contract. GSA plans to hold an industry day in April and then release a second RFI in May. The draft solicitation is expected in the fall. Responses to the initial RFI are due March 17th. The Office of Management and Budget says it's time to return to the status quo on diversity and inclusion training. OMB has new guidance for agencies now that former President Trump's order banning certain kinds of diversity and inclusion training is repealed. OMB says agencies should tell contractors they will not be investigated, debarred, or punished for hosting certain kinds of diversity and inclusion training. And agencies should delete any contract language to that effect. The Labor Department will also stop enforcing contractor compliance with the Trump order. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is reminding service members and DOD employees about the ethical values of the department. In a two-page memorandum published Tuesday, Austin laid out his expectations for members of the defense community. They included the completion of annual ethics training by the end of November and assessing the Pentagon's work processes to prevent fraud, waste, and abuse. 
The military academies are plagued with problems in the student body, and school leaders are now presenting plans to address the issues. Details from Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Sexual assault, cheating scandals, and suicides all rocked the military academies in 2020. That's not to mention moving classes online for a while due to COVID-19. The school superintendents say they're reinforcing honor codes, having sit-downs with students, and changing their approach to discipline. The question is whether it will work and how quickly. The Naval Academy is also fighting against climate change as the school's fending off frequent high tide floods. The superintendent says the school is looking into building a levee or seawalls to mitigate the floods. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Air Force is adding new attributes for airmen to describe themselves or to aspire to after taking a career development self-assessment test. The test is part of the My Vector program, which gives airmen resources to enhance their professional life and may pair them with a mentor. Digital literacy and fostering inclusion are the newest attributes the program will use to describe some airmen. Digital literacy refers to using technology critically. Fostering inclusion means creating a culture where people are free to make their fullest contributions. How could anyone forget the great pandemic of 2020 and 2021? Well, the Library of Congress wants to make sure that nobody does. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. The library says that several of its divisions have put together materials that document the pandemic, now approaching the one-year mark in the United States. The archive includes photographs of and artwork inspired by COVID and the conditions it caused. Also geospatial data and maps showing the reach of the virus and maps of its mutations. The library's copyright office pulled out some of the many COVID-related applications it's received. It'll all be online. I'm Tom Temin. Health agency CIOs see no going back from pandemic transformations. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. Department of Health and Human Services CIO Perrin Ashmore says remote work was a relatively easy lift for HHS, but the pandemic transformed his job into being part of emergency response. His office of 300 employees now tracks the status of 800,000 hospital beds across the country, as well as the supply of PPE to frontline workers. He said his office has also broken down some of the data sharing barriers with other agencies. Now that we've done it and we know how to do it, we'll continue this work. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. The Justice Department is making Freedom of Information Act processing data from agencies more accessible to the public. DOJ's Office of Information Policy is updating FOIA.gov with an agency-by-agency look at who gets the most FOIA requests and how quickly those requests are processed. This information on the website is pulled from annual FOIA reports that agencies submit to the Attorney General. OIP says it's received fiscal year 2020 FOIA reports from nearly 120 agencies. And a familiar face takes over at a major DHS component as its CIO. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the scoop. Sonny Bagawalia is the permanent chief information officer at the Customs and Border Protection Directorate at DHS. Federal News Network has confirmed CBP named Bagawalia to the role in mid-February. He has been acting CIO since June when Phil Lanfried left after almost three years. This is Bagawalia's fifth time he's risen to be the CIO in the federal and state sectors. He's been the lead technology executive at Treasury, Interior, and for the state of Hawaii. Bagawalia came to CBP in 2018 and has overseen network and bandwidth improvements in the move to the cloud. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.
If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.